In today's episode, I will share my top five favorite features of Microsoft Lit. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode 156 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today we're talking about uh, lists again, uh, and I actually recorded a number of episodes on my podcast uh, about lists. Uh, in case if you are not familiar with this application, uh, feel free to listen to episode uh, 75 uh, as well as 90, where I uh, uh, explained what lists are all about, and I also compared lists uh, with Excel. So definitely check out those uh, episodes first. But what I want to talk about today, um, you know, kind of what are, in my opinion, uh, the top, uh, you know, five features of this wonderful application. So the first one is the ability to share a list. And this is huge. This is huge. So um, when you create a list, all right, you have to find a place for it, all right? It, it doesn't just exist out in, in space. It actually resides on a given SharePoint site. And by default, when you, let's say, create a list of uh, projects, a list of contacts, right? Uh, it resides on a given SharePoint site. And uh, by default, of course, it inherits the security of that site. But here's the situation. Let's say I created a list of clients or a list of projects and it uh, resides on my site. But uh, I also want others you know, to, to be able to access it and maybe make some modifications or read that at the minimum. Uh, well, uh, obviously, right, uh, by you know, uh, I guess, um, you know, the easiest thing for me to do would be to uh, grant them access to the site, but I, I really don't want to, right? Uh, if I uh, invite everyone to my site, uh, the users will have access to everything on the site. Well, I just want to share the list, nothing else. I don't want them to see uh, my other lists, my other libraries that reside on the same site. Luckily, we have an option to share a list, and that's essentially the first feature I want to uh, talk to you about. Uh, and the ability to share a list allows essentially to share a list, uh, you know, creating permissions for the list without inviting everyone to uh, to the site. So when you share a list, you can actually be very specific what kind of access you will allow users, you know, to have. You can just give them read-only access to the list. You can give them edit capability or even full control, and maybe they need to administer this list. Uh, so and just with the click of a button. All right, uh, there is a share button uh, right above the list. Uh, this allows you to do so. And uh, we, I wish we had the same capability on libraries, right? With document libraries, uh, there is really no easy way to share it. You have to create unique permissions and go behind the scenes and you know break inheritance. Uh, a click of a button on a list does that. And that's why I love this feature. Uh, the second feature, feature number two, that I absolutely love is the ability to share an item from the list. Uh, all right, and it actually works the same way as if you're sharing a folder or a document from a document library. Uh, just like um, with document libraries, we actually have uh, the ability to copy link or share uh, an item from the list. So again, here's a use case. Let's say you have a list of projects, all right, a list of contacts, and maybe there are 50, 100 enters on the list. And I just want to share one of them, you know, one row uh, from that list 
with you. Well, guess what? I can do that by utilizing this share or copy link uh, option. And the recipient uh, will only get access to that particular row. That's the, the best part, all right? So uh, if there is a particular, I don't know, project entry or contact or client or whatever it is that you store in a list, uh, that's what they will have access to. They will not have anything else, uh, access to anything else in the list. So super, super powerful in my opinion. Uh, the next uh, feature that I absolutely love, feature number three, is color coding or formatting. Uh, just like in Excel, we can, um, you know, color code things, right, you know, based on the information we have in the table. Same idea with lists. We can actually format, you know, cells, columns, rows. Uh, there are quite a bit of options, and you can set up different conditional, uh, you know, conditions for, you know, uh, color coding. Uh, your lists, uh, you know, based on the uh, data uh, in the list. For example, let's say you have a status column and, you know, everything that's active maybe is green and uh, everything that's not active is red. Or maybe, you know, you have a column with uh, dates and, you know, based if the date is, you know, uh, after today it's green, if it's, you know, before today it's uh, uh, red. So you can do stuff like that with color coding. So definitely, definitely love this uh, feature. Uh, the fourth feature uh, that I absolutely love is the ability to create additional views. Now, when you create a list, uh, by default, of course, uh, the information is in a list in a grid uh, format, right? So it's like a table with rows and columns. Uh, there are three additional types of views you can create. So first of all, you can just create additional views where you can filter, uh, you know, out or group certain information. But that's not what I'm talking about. There are also other types of views you can create. For example, um, you can create a calendar view, all right? So if you have information with the uh, dates in your list, you can create a calendar view of your list. So that's the second view you can create. You can create a gallery view, which will uh, present it uh, in this card, you know, kind of style format, a really nice looking view. Uh, and the fourth view you can create is a board view, which is kind of like a gallery view, but it allows you to group uh, information, all those cards by particular category. So it's almost like a you know, planner, right? It will look almost like planner where you have all those different buckets uh, with the board view exactly like that, where uh, you can group by uh, whatever different uh, columns, let's say category or different buckets, whatever you have. Uh, so again, you know, for more uh, visual presentation of your list, you can create those additional views. Uh, once again, we have a total of four of them, list, calendar, gallery, and board. And the fifth and final feature that I absolutely love and not many people know about is version history, all right? Uh, just like on documents, we have version history, right? We, every time you make a change to the document, another revision is created. Well, guess what? we have the same exact feature available with lists. And this is super powerful, all right? Because let's say, again, you uh, utilize a list for projects and maybe you change, I don't know, uh, some uh, field on that uh, entry, maybe status from active to inactive, close, whatever, um, change something else, some dates. Guess what? Uh, by uh, clicking three dots next to the item uh, and clicking version history, it will show you the whole history of the item, all right? So it will show you the whole history of the uh, of the item, and you can kind of retrace the steps and, and see what happened in the uh, to that particular item. So, and I absolutely love this feature because we absolutely do not have it in Excel. 
right? In Excel, you we really cannot do that. Uh, here we can, right? Each and every row has its own, you know, uh, revision history. This is huge. Now, unlike with the document libraries, just some, you know, something you need to know. With document libraries, the version history is enabled by default, and it stores the last 500 uh, revisions of each and every, you know, document. With list, it only keeps the last 50. All right. With that being said, it's just how it is by default. You can actually increase it to 500 or 50,000, which is max. But I'm just letting you know that the list, for whatever reason, the default is uh, 50, not uh, 500, but you can change it. All right. So that's all I wanted to share in this particular um, you know, episode. I, I will include in the show notes um, you know, a few URLs for my blog post just so you can uh, check them out and uh, you know see uh, the related uh, kind of blog posts and uh, visualize some of those features as well and read more about lists uh, as well. Uh, but for now, hopefully uh, you learned something new today. As always, happy to see you on my blog, SharePointMaven.com, and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.